Hi friends, and welcome to the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place for you to be encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ. I'm your host, Megan. Hello friend and welcome or welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. I'm so thankful that you're here. I'm so thankful that we are continuing this study together of Jonah, the book of Jonah. We're going to be diving into Jonah chapter 4 verses 1 through four. Before I do, I want to mention, first of all, that there is a digital study to this Jonah study that has more than the podcast will offer. So it has a background on the book of Jonah. There's a section for notes. There's a prayer for every section. And there's also downloadable prints for every section that you can download for your phone wallpaper to share on social media or to print out and have it in your home or dorm or wherever you're at. So I encourage you to check out that $5 digital digital study. I will leave that in the show notes for you, but also if you've been listening to the study, you already know because you heard last week or if you've listened to any of our other episodes in the past couple of weeks, I would love your input and I am looking to bring you more encouragement and to better equip you to help strengthen your walk with God and better understand God's purpose for your life through something like bonus content, membership, subscription kind of vibe stuff. So I'm thinking of creating that, but I would love to know if you're even interested in something like that, in having that bonus content for your walk with God and purpose, and two, what you would want in it if you are interested in something like that. Would you want bonus episodes, ad-free episodes, digital Bible studies for free, a reading plan, things along those lines. So the questionnaire that I put together for this for you, I would love for you to answer. It literally takes one minute. It's in the show notes, and I would be so, so, so happy if you would hop over there to answer that questionnaire. This just helps me better serve you and better develop She Lives Purposefully. Okay, so let's dive into this Jonah study. We're diving into chapter four, verses one through four. We're almost done the study. Next week is our last Jonah study, um, and we won't be having an episode on February 27th. February 27th is, a fun fact, my birthday, but there will not be an episode on that day just because we'll be wrapping up the study ahead of time next week. But today is chapter four, verses one through four. And this, what I'm going to be reading is from the English Standard Version. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry. And he prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is not this what I said when I was yet in my country? That is why I made haste to flee to Tarshish. For I knew you were a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster. Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Do you do well to be angry? In this portion of Jonah, we see Jonah's reaction to Nineveh's repentance. We also see God's reaction to Jonah's heart. This might be, honestly, one of my favorite chapters, and not because necessarily of its encouragement, but because of its relatability and its lessons. In verses 1 and 2, we see that Jonah is displeased and angry with God's mercy. Another translation states that Jonah found God's mercy exceedingly evil. Wow. In short, Jonah thinks that God is wrong in his response to Nineveh. In fact, we see that this is actually the reason Jonah fled God's command in the first place. 
he knew God would be merciful, didn't think Nineveh deserved the mercy, and didn't want to give them the option of receiving God's mercy. In his disobedience, Jonah was not just driven by what we assume is fear, but by bitterness. Have you, friend, ever been disappointed by God's mercy towards someone? If you have, you're not alone in that. At times, we can find ourselves thankful and content with, and dare I say, even expectant of God's mercy towards us after we wrong God or others. We may feel undeserving, but we certainly are never upset about it. But sometimes, especially when God gives grace to someone or a group of people who have wronged us personally or someone we know, it can be hard to have that same thankfulness when God is merciful to them. Although this is relatable, I think this comes from a major misunderstanding of just how wicked and undeserving of grace we are too. I know that's a big statement, but it's something that we really see in scripture. If we really understood the sacrifice God made to forgive and bring us into his family, we would know that we have no right to be bitter about him giving that to someone else or even ourselves bestowing that to someone else to forgiving somebody else. None of us deserve his grace. We see that Jonah is thankful for his second chance after he disobeyed God's direct word to him, but he is bitter for the second chance of a people group that God says do not know their right hand from their left. It almost comes in direct contrast with his prayer in chapter 2. In verses 6 and 7, he thanks God that he was hopeless when he cried out to God and God heard. And in verse 9, he acknowledges where his salvation comes from. But here, he doesn't want God to save or hear the cry of this hopeless city. The wickedness of Nineveh seems greater, but Jonah's privilege and knowing God and hearing him directly holds big weight and responsibility in his choice to disobey, a responsibility that Nineveh did not have. We'll see that more in the next section too. None of us, friend, deserve God's grace, not one. His grace is a gift. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us grace and mercy. And now that we are his, we have an incredible place in his family, in an inheritance that he's going to give us, you know, but none of us deserve, we never earned anything to get to this space. And it's important to know that. I appreciate Jonah's full range of emotion being included in this account because we see the emotion in a man who is God's and how God works with it. In verse 4, God challenges him very gently. Do you do good to be angry? This is an important call even in our own lives for the things, however justified we feel, that we are angry about. It's a call we'll start to see things through God's eyes. And I think it's so important for us to make that shift. I hope that this episode and this study was an encouragement to you today, that you felt equipped in this study today, just as this sweet reminder that the Lord, yes, he is so merciful, but to 
remember to how merciful he has been with us as well and to grant that to other people or to not be bitter when the Lord does grant that to other people. To remember that we did nothing to earn his grace. It is his grace, his gifts, his salvation, all of it is by grace alone. It's his mercy. Praise the Lord. And now that we are in it, now that we are his, we get to claim that identity that we are his people and it's so beautiful and to walk in that upward call of God in Christ but we did nothing to earn it nobody has and so we can be thankful for what the Lord has done in our lives and to not be bitter for what the Lord is doing in other people's lives that maybe we feel hurt by or or something like that but I hope this was an encouragement to you. I hope you were encouraged in this space. Friend, don't forget to check out that link with the questionnaire in the show notes. Live purposefully and have a fantastic rest of your day. <laughs>